It looks like a water bottle for a gerbil. <laughs> it's pretty close. It's a hummingbird feeder. Okay. The basic deal with hummingbirds is that they are really fast. They like the color red, and they like sweets. Okay. So you fill the feeder with sugar water in the morning and put it out and wait for the birds to come to you. Why hummingbirds? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Who hates hummingbirds? <laughs> Uh, it was also a convenient out because the subject of pets had started coming up, and Carolyn really wanted a dog, and for some reason I was really against it. You're more of a cat person. To be honest, I had seen a bunch of ads on TV where women were using fur babies uh, as a gateway drug to actual human families, okay. and it made me really sick. <laughs> <laughs> um... There was, uh, this is going to sound very weird, but there was one night that Carolyn and I were... Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I imagined that the room was filled with actual fur babies. What? <laughs> just, <laughs> just a picture, a bunch of still unblinking Ewoks just watching. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think it meant? I, have you ever done ayahuasca? <laughs> Come on, man. What do you think? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> not yet. I think that uh, it meant that I did not want to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you tell your wife? I just said a dog was too much responsibility, and I hoped that the general message would be received. Okay, so you didn't feel uh, ready to just tell her straight, or... Communication stuff? Uh, yeah. We didn't really know each other. We'd quit our jobs, gotten married, and moved to L.A., I mean, <laughs> What do you call a shotgun wedding sans pregnancy? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Is that just a really fast wedding? <laughs> that... uh, you know, I mean, I knew a lot of people that I knew at the time were they wanted to tell me, Gary, this is a terrible idea. Okay. But we were in love, and you do things like that when you're temporarily insane. And uh, at the same time, I had this premonition that it wasn't going to work out. Huh. Um, I was happy. I was happier than I ever remember being. But uh, I think it'll all come too easily. I remember the from the moment I met her, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. Hmm. So, okay, so you're in California with an apartment and a job and a hummingbird feeder, right? <laughs> if Carolyn had mothering tendencies, she married me after all. Okay, sure. Uh, so we compromised and got the, uh, the feeder. Hmm. And I remember going out with the hammer and nail to put up the feeder by these sad old gooseberry bushes that we'd inherited. We had a hummingbird drinking there within an hour. Oh, okay. Carolyn was really excited. She runs to the window, and she's there whispering so she doesn't scare off the bird. Uh, look, look. And I, I look, and uh, there's this little bird hovering above the flowers. 
sipping one. Anyway, I, I put the feeder out the next morning and the morning after that, and sure enough, every day the hummingbird would pop by within a few minutes and drink or eat. Is it technically eating for them? I will Google it when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I started, I started uh, yeah, I felt the, the connection to the little guy or girl. Actually, I don't, sure. know, I, I don't know what it was. Uh, I called it Tim. Okay. But he, he became part of my daily routine. Yeah, how long did this routine last? Uh, maybe a couple months. Huh. I started wondering what would happen if I put maple syrup in the feeder. Okay. Mm. What about stevia with warm water? Will Tim drink it? Only be able to taste the difference and maybe not come back. Can hummingbirds taste? <laughs> uh, and then I realized I, I couldn't tell one hummingbird from another. Maybe what I thought was one Tim was actually a dozens of different birds, and they uh, were each taking turns coming by on their their day of the week. Uh -huh. Tim gets Monday, Ryan gets Wednesday, Sydney comes by every other Thursday, <laughs> that kind of thing. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I feel like you would have noticed. I am not very observant. Okay. <laughs> I mean, really? things were happening at home and or not at home. Carolyn was getting back later and later, and uh, in the mornings we would fight. I mean, yeah. yelling and screaming. I remember once uh, I broke her favorite mug, just out of spite. Hmm. I can't believe I did that. But none of that mattered to Tim. Mm. He was always there, fluttering just outside the window as our profanities rattled the glass. Okay. We'd have really traumatized a dog, let alone a human baby. <laughs> Carolyn and I had come by a, a bottle of cabin log that we were never going to use, so one day during a calm stretch, I suggested that we uh, put it in the feeder just to see what might happen. How did that go? Not so well. Okay. <laughs> uh, she got upset and said some stuff about not feeling comfortable feeding the fucking hummingbird GMOs, Gary. Oh, okay. And she was probably right. You know, giving him cabin logs seemed risky, if not cruel. But I can hold two conflicting thoughts in my mind. I think that is what separates a functioning human being from a moron. So I didn't drop the idea either. Uh, Variety is the spice of life. I thought maybe he would appreciate a break from the monotony of sugar water and red flowers. Why do you think he needed a break? I needed a break. <laughs> I think they call this transference. Okay. I should point out at this stage, I'm unemployed. I lost my job about three months after we got to L.A., and it was a long while before things got better. And during this time, I'm unemployed and hoping to fall asleep and not wake up. I managed to put the hummingbird feeder out every morning, and every morning Tim comes by and drinks his breakfast before he flies off, and I 
I drew a kind of self-satisfaction from his daily visits. Hmm. What about it was satisfying? It was like, hey, Gary, you did something today. Yeah. Okay. It felt good to think that if if I disappeared, that someone or something in this case would notice me by my absence. And Carolyn had moved out at this point. I had like a month in the apartment by myself before the lease expired. I'd go walking at night just to feel like I was in motion. It's L.A., so it's the glow of the TVs through the windows and the sound of the cars rushing from nowhere to nowhere. Um, I wasn't sleeping well at the time, and more than once I had this dream where <laughs> Tim was pecking out my eyeballs. Uh, okay. <laughs> You know how you have a, a bad dream and you kind of blame the person for what they did? Yeah, I, I it's happened once or twice. What did you do? Uh, I think I wandered off. That's what I should have done. Yeah, but coulda, shoulda, woulda. Exactly. Uh, instead, I poured the cabin log into the feeder. What happened? Well, I had imagined this slow motion, epic moment. Tim flutters over to the feeder, he sniffs the syrup, he knows what I've done. He locks eyes <laughs> with me for a long beat, as if to say, yeah. we had something, Gary, and you messed it up. I'm assuming this didn't happen. No, it did not. <laughs> no. Uh, what actually happened is he didn't turn up. Hmm. Not that morning. Not the next. Not even after I'd switched back to the sugar water. Hmm. Uh, I never saw him again. Maybe he smelled the GMOs a mile off, but I, I felt like I had poured my heart into a letter and it had come back unread and unopened. Um, maybe a week later I started boxing up what remained in the apartment. I went outside and I took the feeder off with a nail. I rinsed it out until it was almost looked like the day we bought it. And I put it away. 